Hey everyone, welcome back to the Potter's House, the podcast where we discuss how biblical topics, church life, and current events impact our everyday lives. My name is Marcus Ionescu and I'm your host, and today we're joined by not one, but two very special guests, our dear friends from the Faith Recalibration podcast based out of Reading, Pennsylvania, Mr. Lavinio Popa and Mr. Daniel Avram. How's it going, guys? How are you doing tonight? Great. That's good to be with you. Very good. Very good. Happy New Year, Marcus. Yes, Happy New Year. Uh, it's it's exciting. We're on this second half, second season, I guess I can call it, of the Potter's House, and I'm glad that uh, we can finally collaborate after uh, months of talking about it. So uh, <laughs> before we uh, before we get into anything, just want to make a couple of uh, announcements. Um, like always, if you want any immediate and further updates, we will be on our Instagram, which is at the Potter's House. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always reach us at our email, pottershouse at gmail.com. Uh, if you are listening on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to, uh, please go to that purple icon, that purple podcast app on your phone. Scroll down, tap the stars, five stars. Uh, it helps a lot. There's an algorithm that iTunes has, and the more reviews that you have or the more ratings and more stars you have, the more exposed your podcast becomes. So please do that. Also, if you want to leave a written review, I would greatly appreciate it. And I will also read it on the uh, podcast episode or the following podcast episode when I have the chance to. So as we continue, uh, we have two new guests. And as I mentioned before, they are from the Faith Recalibration podcast, which many of you listeners uh, have already heard of them. And uh, before we jump into the episode. I want to give them a chance to introduce themselves in case you don't know them. Uh, Lavinu, let's start with you. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself to to the population uh, and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, usually we start, uh, Marcus, with the older ones, but I'll, I agree with the concession of starting as the younger one. I have one question to ask you, Lavinu. How dare you? Yeah, I mean, looking at me, I think I'll look older than you, Daniel, considering all the gray hair I have. And that beard, the, the your the beard, beard is much too. more luscious than mine. <laughs> right, right. So probably in 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 on the inside, I'm older than you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marcus. So again, thank you for uh, having us over. It's a, a pleasure to collaborate this way after, like you mentioned, a couple of uh, months, I think, of uh, discussing. But I think it's good to cook the food prior to to eat it. So I think it's uh, just a great timing, let's say. So. My name is Lavinio Popa, and uh, currently I'm a PhD student at Bangor University. In 2019, I graduated my master's in theological studies in Tennessee at the Pentecostal Theological Seminary. And prior to that, uh, I graduated my college in Romania and Bucharest. And the reason I did the college there is because uh, I'm new on this land. It's, it's been only three years since I'm in the USA. I was born and raised in Romania, and after my high school, I went to, to the seminary in Bucharest, came here in 2018, in January 4th, so it's been exactly three years this, uh, this, I mean, this month for me here in the USA, and it's been a year after I graduated in 2018 in December at the seminary in Tennessee, my master's, now I'm here in ordained minister in uh, Bethany Romanian Church of God, ministering here with my with my friend and my co-host here, uh, Daniel Avram. So we are together here at church, <laughs> serving together. Yeah. You want me to go next or? Okay. <laughs> so yeah, my name is uh, Daniel Avram. 
I uh, I also am from the great country of Romania. I was born there, but came here when I was about three years old. So I'm very Americanized. Uh, I uh, get lectured by the Romanians inside our church when I preach in English. They they keep expecting me to to preach in Romanian, but I definitely speak better in the English language. Um, so I uh, I'm actually uh, my vocation is more in the secular. Uh, in the secular world, so I'm an engineer, a software engineer, uh, and so I'm very uh, techy. Uh, I kind of help out with the podcast here with the tech side. Um, so I went to school here in Philadelphia, and I work uh, as a software engineer for like supply chain, so like similar to Amazon and doing stuff like that. Uh, but aside from uh, you know my my work, I have a family, I have a wife and two children, and uh, I also serve here in Bethany Romanian Church of God. So I serve as an ordained minister, but also um, my wife and I, uh, we lead the Sunday school ministry here at our church, and we just have a big passion for that. We love uh, leading the, the children here, doing vacation Bible school every year and all the different activities and leading the Sunday school curriculum. But yeah, so uh, this is part of our, our ministry as well. Now the Faith Recalibration podcast here at our church. I would just add here uh, that Daniel is a father of three, but he also is a father of many, many children. Of two. <laughs> the third uh, is coming. Yeah. Oh, the third is okay. coming. <laughs> you might know something. Well, <laughs> he says well, three. That's he the, says that's, three because sometimes I take care of him as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, I'm like, man, we're, we're dropping a big bomb over here on this, uh, uh, you know, the beginning of the new year at, uh, on the Potter's house. <laughs> you didn't uh, know some that? big news. So, <laughs> I tried well, to console it, but yeah. <laughs> no, just joking, guys. So, just joking. So I didn't know you guys were ordained ministers. Are you guys uh, deacons, or I'm, I'm assuming? Yeah, I'm. I'm a deacon. I think he's higher than me because he's you know PhD and everything. No, but doctor in in, uh, in Church of God, we I mean we as Romanians we call deacon, we call uh, presbyter, diacon, presbyter, and pastor. But in the Church of God, is a little different. So you are ordained minister. And even when you are the minister, you can be like the pastor or afterwards the second the second grade is going to be the, uh, I mean, it's exhorter and ordained minister and then you are a bishop. So it's a little bit different, but translated to Romanian uh, environment will be probably deacon and, and, and presbyter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I don't think that would roll with the with us in the union over here. <laughs> They're very uh, particular about how they ordain their people. But that's cool. That's awesome. That's that's great to yeah, know. It's, it's and uh, I'm glad to finally have you guys on here. And um, I think it's going to be very very interesting because uh, I think you guys started out a couple of months before I did, or at least that's what I see on on the when you started posting. But uh, when I first started out, I think I was. Um, Man, who was I recording with? I think I was recording with Mark Moldovan. And he said, like, oh, you know, there's th- those guys in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, Pennsylvania? I'm, you know, I, I don't know anyone from Pennsylvania. I was yeah. like, okay, whatever. It kind of slipped my mind, you know? And then I saw you guys on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, interesting. There's another podcast. And then I checked it. I was like, oh, these guys started before me. Like, no way, this and that. <laughs> so we eventually got connected. And then um, uh, I had I just recently I listened to your uh, episode with Eddie Sfringel. And, uh, you know, kind of just to see how you guys operate, see, you know, what you guys do, how you guys kind of play off each other. And uh, it was really interesting, very, uh, very uh, beneficial, especially for, uh, you know, a young Romanian youth such as myself who is navigating through the, uh, you know, the 
waters of ministry, <laughs> as, you, as you can call it, uh, in the Romanian church. So it was, it was, it was really beneficial and uh, very fruitful. So yeah. um, as we God, continue, I mean, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, praise God. You know, that's why we, uh, that's why we do this this ministry um, to help bring, you know, uh, edification to the listeners. And same thing for you, man. We, I, I've definitely enjoyed listening to some of your uh, episodes. My uh, my favorite so far has been the Young Earth Creationism episode. That one, I could have listened to four hours of that. That was a very interesting conversation. Um, but that's yes. awesome. Praise God that he, you know, God is working in this younger generation to pull together different ministries like this, like podcasts. Absolutely. And uh, that's something that we will definitely address later in this episode about uh, ministries such as podcasting and others of the sort. So uh, before we get caught up into anything, uh, I think a lot of the listeners want to know, just because this is kind of new, podcasting is new not only in our community, but just in general. I think... um, I think Joe Rogan is the one who really popular popularized it um, a few years back, and that's when it started gaining traction. That's where um, you know uh, you know Spotify started creating their own original podcast, and then now people are listening to podcasts more than they are on more than they are music on some of those streaming platforms. So it's it's really interesting how that came about to be, and um, or that how that came to be, and uh, I want to discuss a little bit about your podcast. So. Um, I'll let you guys take the reins. I'll kind of interject here and there to, you know, specify or clarify any things that I may have questions on. But uh, how did the Faith Recalibration podcast come to be? What was the vision behind it? Uh, or maybe how did you guys meet? Uh, what was, you know, how did you come up with the name? All of that. So I'm going to give you guys the floor. Go ahead. And uh, yeah, let's see how it goes. Yep. So the story for calibration i think it starts uh it started uh, about a year and a half ago so prior to to move here in uh, in pennsylvania i was listening i was starting to listen to to podcasts and like you mentioned joe rogan and others i was listening to secular podcasts my first one i started to listen to ted talk radio on spotify app so i was listening to that i was finding out about joe rogan and then i thought okay i would like now to hear maybe something uh from Christian genre. And I press the button and get into the menu for a Christian podcast on Spotify. And one of the first one that appeared to me was uh, Elevation Church with Stephen Furtick, right? So I started to listen to that. I listened to one, two, three, five episodes. And basically what they do there in the uh, most of their episodes is just a sermon from Stephen Furtick. And sometimes if he has an interview like he had with T.D. Jakes or, or other pastors, so while I was listening to that, while I was driving or, you know, vacuuming the house, I was thinking, okay, I, I, I like what I hear. Sometimes I, I agree with this with this pastor, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes I like what I hear. Sometimes I hate what I hear. So I said, man, you know what? I would like actually to, 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 to hear like some conversations and to hear from people that share the same values that I have from my Pentecostal Romanian community. So I said, okay, let's try to find out some some podcasts that talk on my language, right? In the sense of the values. So I wrote there in, I tapped in, but I found nothing. So the first thing that I noticed for me as a person that looked for listening to other people talking from the Romanian Pentecostal community, I found out I have no opportunity, I have no no path, no window. So I realized there is no 
Romanian Pentecostal podcast in the in the field. So I think for me the idea of of this podcast at the beginning in my mind it was the necessity of uh, having something like that for me personal because I was the person who was looking to listen to something like that but I could not find anything. So I thought okay why not trying to fill the gap if there is there is nothing like that, you know? So I wrote a, lot, a little bit about that and I cooked uh, I cooked it uh, down the idea of a podcast and what it would involve and this was right prior to move here in Pennsylvania so I was still I was still in school in Tennessee at my masters so I had that idea in my mind I tried to type it out a little bit as a project and uh, I moved here in Pennsylvania and uh, the first thing I did I was to share with Daniel once we <laughs> we met here and we got along very quick for me the meeting with Daniel was like we met today and uh, the first after the se- first second I met him I felt like I knew this guy for years. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's because I invited him out to go get some Vietnamese pho. Yes. Like that was our, you know, that was our induction f- friendship together. So if a person gives me food will be my best friend, you know. Yeah. So And what was your reaction to that pho? How how was that? Was it good? <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. It was a great place. <laughs> we still go there. It's called uh, it's called Vance, Vance. right? Yeah, Vance. Vance. It's Vietnamese a very good cafe. place, so yeah. I love it. Yeah. So love it. The only reason I ask is because because uh, over here we we literally have a community of Vietnamese. It, we they call it Little Vietnam here in Orange County, where it's like blocks and blocks of like these authentic Vietnamese food that are honestly like if they're sketched, you know that it's authentic yeah. and you know it's good. So it's kind of like that. But uh, so yeah, that's so you guys met, uh, and uh, that's really interesting that you saw a need for uh, the podcast. You, yeah. you, you checked it out. You um, the, the interest was there to see if there was something in our circle uh, regarding podcasting and, yeah. and the, the different topics. But uh, there was definitely a need, and I think uh, it came at the perfect time, Yeah. Uh, so what, especially in March. So go ahead. Yeah, like Lavinio, after, after we had met, I think it was like the third week that – you know, he was at our church, serving at our church, and he's like, hey, can I come over? I want to talk to you about something. I was like, okay. So, yeah, of course. So, he comes over, and um, for anybody that doesn't know Lavinu on an intimate level, like, he came prepared with, like, a manila folder with, like, three pages deep of, like, details and bullet points and, like, ideas sketched out. The first couple episode ideas all sketched out. And I read it, and I was so excited um, and I think it was within 20 minutes that we ordered everything we needed from Amazon. <laughs> like we were so excited and psyched out of our minds to just to do this because, um, you know, at our church, um, we like to, I don't know, we like to do these new projects and like to try to get, um, new ways to, um, implicate and use like the youth and the younger people. And I think at first we were kind of thinking it would just be more for our church, like thinking like, oh, this will be cool for like the young people, the youth to listen to throughout the week. Um, but then it ended up like it's not just, you know, it's not just the, our church, but it's the entire remaining community. We all kind of stick together. So um, and it lined up at the same exact time that COVID was happening. Our church was starting to invest in like camera equipment and stuff. And we we're it, like, so it just kind of lined up and we're like, oh, let's buy some cameras and use them for streaming and for the podcast. And then. You know, we found the back room in the church and and cleaned it out and made a studio out of it. And like it, it just lined up really nice. Yeah. So one, one note that I would like here to mention. So 
when uh, Daniel and me, uh, we tried to, I mean, we started to do this thing and to implement the idea of a podcast. So first of all, we saw that need that we discussed together, right? That I mentioned, I saw it prior to that. So there is no Romanian podcast. We need it. We need it not, not, I mean, we thought to make it not because we want to seek something to get from it, but we, we try to create it, to give life to it because we saw a need for ourselves. We ourselves tried to seek, I mean, to listen to something like that and we could not listen because it was nothing like that. So we made it to fill the need, not because we wanted to just to, to, how would you say it? How would you put it? To catch, Get, to yeah. catch attention or, gain or, or to receive attention or to gain something from yeah. it. We made it because we felt that need for ourselves. Oh, there is mm. no there. Okay, we're not going to wait for hundreds of years to somebody to think about it. We'll make it for others, yeah. you know, to, to be able to, to have what we looked for, but we could not find. Yeah. And also we were discussing together, Daniel and I, we were saying, hey man, look, it's, it's such a problem for the people from our church that we are meeting on Sunday, but during the week, most of them are so stuck with work. They were maybe 10 hours a day or 12 hours a day. They barely are able to come on Wednesday when we have our uh, week, I mean, the, the weekday service, right? So we thought, what would be one way in which we could help the people to support their faith, to, to help them to, to raise their thoughts towards God and towards heaven during the week when they are outside of the church? They cannot come to church. Okay, no problem, Daniel and I said. We're going to bring the church to them, right? So we thought to create this platform via which the people, while they are doing their jobs, maybe if you are busy with your work, like cleaning, or maybe you're working in a fabric or just in a factory or just driving, to be able to have access to, to reflection on God's word. So that was basically our purpose that we established and we, we put it down on a piece of paper. We want to fill that need for people during the week when they are out of the church, when there's no service, to connect them somehow with, with God and with reflecting on God's word. Yeah. Yeah, so we, uh, I think we all saw like an upward trajectory of you know the podcast theme trending. I thought, like, like you said, that was how you brought the Bible to the people, especially if the people either you know were too busy or they were you know especially back in march everyone was so unsure they didn't know what was going on they didn't know how long the churches would be closed they didn't know how dangerous yeah. uh, this virus uh actually was so uh, i think that really you know introducing it at that time was just perfect timing for a community such as ourselves such you know as collectivistic as we are um i thought it was just great timing for for everyone to come together through a ministry like this but um as we continue how did you guys come up with the name Faith Recalibration, because I think it's a really cool name. I'm like, man, that's like what you like about just, it. That just rolls off the tongue. It just rolls off the tongue, and it's like it, it like stands out. So, how did you guys come up with that name? Firstly, uh, we would like to hear you. What what, uh, what do you like about it, or how it resonates in your mind? Well, it's like yeah, you're recalibrating your faith. Basically, you're you know the, the assumption is maybe you're going through a certain drought or a valley in your life, and then. Uh, you just need that reset, you know, you're recalibrating, you're resetting it, and then you're going forward stronger than ever. But uh, I, I just, there's two words that you never really see together, but when you put it together, it just like fits. And it's it's kind of it's kind of hip too. I kind of like it. So uh, that's that's why I'm impressed by it. Yeah. 
So I think the the name of it would be able to say that it's we try to be consistent with the purpose of the podcast. So the podcast addresses not necessarily uh, people that are not believers, trying to to convert them, but the podcast addresses the people. I mean, the Christian, the people that are already converted, but they try to to recalibrate their mm-hmm. faith, to grow in God, to know more about God. So. Uh, through the fact that the podcast was addressed to the Romanian community from the U.S., from here, and the fact that it was addressed for people that are seeking to grow in God, we thought to say, recalibrating your faith. So during the week, while you are exposed to all the secular values, all the, the friendships that you have and the mentalities that you are exposed to by having all these relationships at work, at school, and so on and so forth, we need to recalibrate our faith by listening to God's word. That's one aspect. The second aspect we thought, Daniel and I, is the fact that we as a Romanian Pentecostal church, we have so many lacunes in our faith and we really felt the need that we need to recalibrate what what we believe. So what we try to do through our podcast, if you notice through our uh, topics that we have, we try to do out of the box topics, topics that are relevant, like AI, like depression, the things that we are struggling at the individuals with, not just the old paths that are so much worn out, right? Mm. So we, we try to, to address this issue of uh, re-actualizing or recalibrating the yeah. Pentecostal Romanian uh, faith from our churches. Yeah, I think the thing, like if you think about recalibration, that verb is usually used when you, you know, you take your gun to the range to try to refocus it and recalibrate the scope. Uh, and it's very, uh, that alignment, I think, is a metaphoric way of looking at even our faith. Um, lots of times, like you were saying, you go through a drought or maybe you go through a time in your in your life where you get so busy with work or school or your social life, whatever it is. And I think it's a good reminder throughout the week to recalibrate yourself towards Towards God to recalibrate yourself towards biblical reading or whatever it is, and uh, just to add to what Lavinia was saying, a lot of the topics that we try to pick are things that you're not really going to hear on a Sunday in a sermon. They're more topics that, not that they're controversial, but they're more detail oriented, and sometimes they're more just our response and our perspective to something, and it's not really an answer. You know, this is how we. This is how we perceive this topic, or this is how we perceive death, or this is how, and so I think that that's cool because it kind of opens up the conversation and invites others to also, you know, have that conversation inside the church with us or respond to to others inside the church, and so uh, that's what we try to encourage yeah. with faith recalibration. I would add also, if you remember, Marcus, it was years ago when were those like Windows mobile phone and the most popular was the HTC phone, right? The brand. Mm-hmm. And usually on that phone, when you, after you install the Windows or you do a, a factory reset or something on the phone, usually you have to have the phone and to go in settings and make a recalibration of the touch screen. Yeah. And were some points that you have to touch in order to recalibrate the sensitivity mm-hmm. of the touch screen. So I think during the week while from Sunday to the other Sunday when you are out of the church and like I said, you are exposed to so many things, secular things, your faith maybe tr- uh, starts to deviate from from the right calibration of God's words because you are exposed in so many situations and you're put in so many circumstances that may lead you astray from, from the right path. So to the podcast, what we try to do is to recalibrate that, that task screen of faith, you know, to come back every week, to come back to the word. 
You could use that in a sermon, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a good illustration. That, that is a good. That is, wow, you bring bring the phone up, kind of like point to it, all that stuff. No, <laughs> but it was awesome. honestly one of the things that I I really thought about it when we put on the the name of it. Even our initial initial um, logo uh, logo was actually like the what do you call that? The scope like a, of the, like a gun scope. Gun. <laughs> it was like yeah, you know, it was like a target. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's awesome, and I like that. I really liked how your, uh, you know, the name of the podcast really like people already know what you're going to talk about because uh, you know that's the, that's the you know, no pun intended. That's the scope of it. Um, but no, that's awesome. Faith recalibration, like I said, rolls off the tongue. It's really cool, and that's that's really nice that uh, you know you know through a podcast uh, we can bring people back to the word, back to godly topics. You know, like because people are just saturated with secular content wherever they turn it's not even you know you don't even have to go to a liberal university anymore it's you know any type of school any environment any workplace uh your phone social media everything and uh, you know sp- you know speaking of the phone and in other forms of media that's where you find uh the most of all that secular stuff but the fact that we can instead of listening to you know those secular podcasts that kind of puts junk in our minds we can kind of go to a christian podcast recalibrate and go from there. So I thought I think that's really cool. But you guys kind of briefly mentioned it um, in your discussion over here about uh, the topics that you choose, and you said that it's typically unorthodox to what is preached in the Romanian church. And I think that's uh, you know very interesting, just because you know it's something new, it's something that people don't really dive into. And um, you know, for the people that, that aren't familiar with your podcast, you guys do a ton of research going into it, and then you talk about you know for like two hours about this topic and you really go into depth. So um, what has been the response for the young people when they, uh, you know, to certain topics that you guys present? Uh, how how does it apply to them and um, how are they generally responding to uh, the topics that they hear from your podcast? Yeah, yeah I think that, um, so our, our first feedback is always from our team. Um, we use some of the, the youth inside our church uh, to help us with the recording, um, to help us with like the video board. And so immediately, as soon as we're done recording, we say, Alina or Matt or Tori, what's your response? What stuck out to you? And um, I love it because every time they say, this is my new favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if they're lying, but, um, but also they were criticizing us when we were, <laughs> I, I mean, we were not doing the, the greatest job when yeah. we were too too technical or too abstract in what we said. They were trying to correct us and to tell us, hey guys, you should be more a little bit more practical and more relevant. Don't don't (laughs) don't take us so deep in the wars. We just want you to see those colorful fishies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, there there's actually been episodes we've actually thrown out completely and we're just one of them. Yeah. Just one of them. But um so I think the response is um sometimes the response is you guys got a little too technical. Um, so that's been kind of an honest piece of feedback. But other times, I think what we try to do is really connect with something that would resonate with with our listeners and with the age group of not just you know, not just us like 20 year olds, but also anyone from like 13 up. And um, I think the the topic that I was really surprised that we had good feedback on was the topic of depression uh, and having depressing thoughts and especially around. You know, it was released right during the the climax or the center of COVID, um, and so a lot of the feedback that we heard um, was, I know for both of us, we felt like, okay, it was good that we talked about this, 
that we mention that, hey, it's okay as a Christian to have these thoughts. It's okay, and you know, this is how we cope with it. And I think that that was um, a sign, not just, you know, like, hey, we're doing something right, but it's something that God is guiding us to even pick the topics. And so I think um, for the most part, the response has been pretty positive. Um, there are some topics that we've gotten a little very detailed in, and so there's some some audience members or some listeners that say, hey, um, this was too technical, and others that prefer the technical part and said, hey, knock out the practical stuff and give me some more of the the you know the stuff that you guys found in your research. So it's interesting that we have such a wide um, range of listeners and the feedback that we've gotten back from them. And also I think here is our uh, biggest challenge, Marcus, I think, that we, we, we were speaking a lot, I mean, we were talking a lot, me and Daniel, hey man, how we could integrate all these aspects of a conversation, because some people really enjoy when we presented the books and we were offering very technical information and they were texting us or they were calling us our friends and saying, man, really, really good job, we really enjoyed that that presentation of a specific topic other people said man i enjoyed that illustration i, I enjoyed those applications that you gave very practical for me for self-control for instance a, a friend of mine from bucharest uh, texted me and said man that applications that you gave and examples with the with starting with small things and making a, a, an agenda for every day and this and that was so helpful for me so i tried to do as well starting like scheduling my day out so it's a challenge because the people, the listeners are very various and they like different aspects of the podcast. So we try to integrate all those aspects in it. And I think it's a very, a very difficult task to do because uh, it's very hard to be technical and, uh, and uh, applicative at the same time. It's very hard to be, to offer illustrations and abstract arguments at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a challenge that we, we confront with. Yeah. And usually it's like yin and yang because uh, <laughs> Lavini, he's definitely the PhD student and brings a lot of the like uh, the research. And then I try to always kind of add the um, some of the experiences that I've had growing up in America, but in a Romanian church. And then he brings his experiences yeah. from you know his perspective as well. And so um, so far, the conversations have always been really nice and. Um, we enjoy them. If no one else is listening, I'm listening to Lavinio, and I, I hope he, he's listening. And I'm listening, listening to, to Daniel. And all times, honestly, even nobody will listen to it. The, we, we'll still talk. Yeah, we'll still talk because at all times when I prepare for the podcast, I learn so much. I learn from oh, yeah. my research. I learn from the insights that Daniel has, and uh, I, it's a very insightful experience as as a whole for for me as one that I talk and for Daniel as well because we ourselves will learn a lot yeah by doing this and um, unconsciously or not I don't know if it was something on purpose but it's interesting the perspective that you get from like uh, both uh, Lavinio and I because of his you know being Romanian coming to America and me being kind of American but still having my Romanian roots. Um, and I think that's a very often those perspectives are you always have a guy in your youth that's like Lavini. You always have a guy in your youth that's like me. And maybe you're one of those guys. And I think resonating with that, I think, helps uh, the listener. So uh, maybe I'm making things up, but I feel like that would. <laughs> At least sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's interesting that you that you brought that up. Um, obviously, it's great, you know, having the diversity, you know, two polarizing perspectives presenting one topic but um you know I, i've kind of had a similar experience you know you said like the the you were you were surprised about the re, how well received your depression episode was yeah 
And what, what I've seen from my, from my experience too is that people tend to gravitate towards the topics that they can relate to. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, uh, probably one of my most like popular episodes, you know, the one with the most hits, is um, I think my third or fourth ov- uh, you know overall episode with uh, a guy from here from Southern California over here, Andrew Valiani. We talked about discipleship, and um, the funny thing is, I'm surprised that that had so many hits because uh, we were supposed to talk about something else, and then he comes in that day, r- like five minutes before we started recording, he's like. You know, hey Marcus, sorry I have to, you know, sorry that I'm gonna do this to you, man. But I feel like God's putting on my heart to talk about discipleship. Is it, is it okay if we change the topic? And I'm I'm sitting over there. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm not gonna say no. I mean, I want you here, uh, but we ended up changing it, and then people were really, uh, you know, receptive towards that, just because that was something that's really been uh, not only lacking in in our community. I mean, we can do a whole episode just about discipleship, but uh, especially in the middle of COVID, this was like June, July where you know people were still at home people weren't really interacting with their brothers and sisters in christ and not only was was discipleship not present beforehand or not as effective beforehand now you had none of it so the fact that there was a lack thereof was the reason why people were drawn to it and i think that's the same thing with depression people um you know like you said at the peak of the uh pandemic people were maybe experiencing that and then they kind of were drawn to that episode, listened yeah. to it and uh, hopefully were encouraged by it. So um, that's something that I've noticed and that's I think that's the best thing, you know, as we can get kind of sidetracked and, you know, our own agendas and have, you can have fun with it. That's great. It's great to have fun, especially with uh, this kind of ministry, but it's awesome that you can touch parts out there of, of people that you've never even met. Yeah. People that you don't even know, people who don't even know your face, you know, like yeah. uh, I've had experiences over the last couple of months where, uh, you know, I introduce myself, people hear my name. They're like, Oh, you're the guy with the podcast. I'm like, yeah, they don't even know my face and they, they were already encouraged by it at some time in the, in the past. And I'm, and I'm sure that, you know, the same thing with you guys, but uh, kind of using this point to transition to my next question, uh, it was totally unintentional, but um, I think the one, like the, one of the biggest differences between our podcast is that you guys do a recording, uh, an, uh, a video recording. You guys share that. Uh, can you talk, talk a little bit about that? How is it? What are the difficulties behind it? Um, and how has it impacted your podcast so far? Yeah, here it's the place, uh, that whole place is all, all of Daniel because uh, he's the one who gave birth to all this, uh, all this connections and, uh, and uh, the digital. <laughs> the digital area, world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I think when we first were going to start, we actually weren't going to do video, um, but um, I, I, I'm a little extra, so I, I, like to make th- <laughs> I like to make things more difficult, but... Uh, honestly, in the beginning, Marcus, we were using like three iPhones. Like it was my iPhone, Lavinia's iPhone, and Matt, our our uh, director at the time uh, of, of at media. At the time and, or, and, and currently. And currently, and with, the, yeah. with this occasion, let me just introduce very quick our, our yes. team. So we here at Federal Calibration, we are uh, five people in total. We are working constantly. So it's Daniel and I as uh, hosting this uh, this program. And then it's uh, Matthew and Tori uh, Tontia. They are married recently. They got uh, they got married, and uh, Alina Molnar. So all three people they are working with us uh, on the media department, especially by recording and editing the video and the sound, and also uh, managing the social media account on uh, on Instagram. So thank you so much, uh, Matt, yeah, Tori, big, and Alina. 
Big shout out to them. Quick, co- quick comment on them. Uh, I actually just met them a couple of weeks ago. All three. Yeah. Uh, they, they sort of ambushed me uh, when we were in Arizona for the gathering. And then, uh, yeah. you know, they were smiling. I'm like, man, who are these people? So I, I met them and they started talking about faith recalibration. <laughs> and uh, it was awesome. It was awesome to get to know them and that you guys have a, uh, you know, have a team behind you. That actually, when I was talking to you, uh, Daniel, last week over the phone, um, I actually, you know, started expanding on my team now, too, to have some social media because That's awesome, I'm not very social media savvy. And, I, you know, I got yeah. my sister involved. I saw you have uh, a new logo. I love the new logo. Yeah, that yeah, that was uh that was a tough decision because you know, I was not sold on it. Uh but everyone else that I that I shared it with told me to pick that one. I was like, "All right, okay. I will I guess it. we'll go with this one." I, yeah. I'd rather yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh but yeah, it was like it was something that you and you guys inspired me to like, "Okay, maybe I should expand too because uh yeah. it's kind yeah, of getting me a lot, but just to mention here, I think uh, having a team, I think is very beneficial because yeah. you as a single person or even two two individuals being involved, it's very hard to cover all the things and doing them with proficiency, with excellence, because maybe you are good in one fold, but you're not in good in the other one, right? Yeah. I like to do research, but I'm not into, 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 into the technical the, part, the technical right? part, yeah. right? So then it covers like with, with excellence in all of that, besides the research that he does. So. I think it's very nice to have a team and to build up together and each each individual to do what he's best at. Yeah. Because uh, we each individual we have like specific gifts and it's good to use the, those yeah. specifically and not covering what you're not good at just because you think you're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And just another, I think maybe even more important than, than benefiting your own ministry is that you benefit by building disciples. Um, you know, mm-hmm. not, to, not to steal from your fourth, podcast episode topic but building disciples i think is is that's a great commission right so um a side note i know we're going on a tangent here but um when we got these uh when we got these additional members involved in the podcast as well as we also i was saying we started like a live stream at our church and involving more of the youth to get involved i mean i saw a big change in the youth like they were excited to come to church to be involved in doing like the different ministries and building this up and uh, I think that's another really important factor. Mm-hmm. Like when you involve more people, you're spreading the calling of, of uh, the Great Commission and you're um, engaging other people to expand the kingdom. And I think that's that's awesome. That's part of what we have to do as Christians. Um, but yeah, I think this question had started with the how we got involved with video. So it was it just started that we were using iPhones and recording literally on our iPhones and then we would take all the footage of the iPhones and put it into a video editing software and then do it all by hand and that took forever um, <laughs> it was a very tedious task um, and then eventually we we kind of expanded some of our um, our church's infrastructure for live streaming because of covid and just the ability of it um, and so we invested in some equipment that we use both for our church's live stream as well as for the podcast so we have a switcher board and and uh just three cameras and um i think it adds a nice dynamic it kind of helps you know that you can watch something as well as listen but i think it's it's more of a preference thing some people like video some people like to just listen 
No, absolutely. Uh, just quick comment about your team because I'm not sure if I mentioned this uh, when I was talking about them, but they're they're great, very nice people, and they're they're in, they're doing an awesome job. And uh, just putting this out there, there's a selfie between me and Matt that exists somewhere in the cloud out there. Uh, I don't know if it's going to resurface or if it's going to die away, but just putting it out there. There's you know it was great to meet them, and uh, they're doing an awesome job. But um, no, video is great. I was actually told by a person, and I will keep this person's name anonymous, um, that they couldn't listen to my podcast because they have to be watching in order to be able to listen. Like they, they need video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, whatever. I mean, that's fine. You know, <laughs> but, but, it, but it's so cool that you guys have that. And, um, the reason why I was asking about it is just because like, uh, you know, regarding like the editing, are you guys able to record in like one take? Do you have to edit certain parts out? Cause when you're doing audio and video and you try to line it up together, I'm sure you know, it's a lot more work. So how is, how is the editing with that? Is, is it uh, like easier? Is it more difficult? Do you guys record in one take? How does that go? Yeah, we, we record in one take and um, we record the audio separate than the actual video and then just edit them and, and splice them together. And there are times where maybe we cut out portions or like, you know. Which you're talking about. <laughs> like like when we have to go have bathroom breaks you know our <laughs> no we did not you know, here, here's the point so here was the the agreement that we we made and it was a decision that we took from the beginning so we said that the, in our episode from a methodological point of view not a technical point of view now i'm talking so uh, daniel and i we agreed that we are going to have this episode with no script so even though we prepare somehow on our own where we have a common material that we read together and also our individual sources, we do not talk, hey man, this is what I'm going to ask and this is what you're going to answer. Yeah. We have no idea what we are going to, to talk about exactly, how the discussion will go. So the whole idea that we prefer not to, to be just one person talking here and presenting, but to have like a, a dual dynamic of being two people discussing was the idea of having a real genuine conversation. So not having a script, just talking about uh, going with the flow and trying to, to tailor the discussion around the topic that we picked. Yeah. So honestly, even when we made mistakes, and I mean, you can hear my English is not perfect. I have only two years here in the U.S. and I, I do a lot of mistakes in, uh, in, in, in the grammar and everything. So some other times maybe we didn't make a nice point or our flow or train of thought or argumentation wasn't perfect as we thought is going to 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 be you know but we try to keep all together we i mean i don't remember any time to cut something out of an episode and to cut something so we usually try to do i mean usually most of the times but maybe 99 of the times we keep it the way we record it even though we do mistakes even though we go aside with the discussion it doesn't matter we are sticking with that because we want to be genuine and to have real conversations because one thing that i noticed from uh, from people is that the fact that people love the the genuinity of a discussion they are tired of of all those shows from tv where everything gets edited everything is scripted from from the beginning they will know the question and they have the answer prepared because you can tell you can say you can you can know this very obvious when it's not real so we try to promote our discussions then and i to to be very genuine and just be the way we are, even though we, if we do mistakes, but the most important thing is to be sincere when we talk. Yeah. Yeah. And um, kind of just talking about the, you know, the future of faith recalibration. Um, you guys started off, as you mentioned earlier, picking these abstract topics, doing a lot of research about it, and then kind of having this genuine conversation between the two of you from two different scopes, two different perspectives. 
And then more recently, you guys started doing um, interviews, like Skype interviews with with uh, special guests. Um, we're we're about a year into this. Uh, what is the what is the vision uh, for the podcast look going into the future? Uh, do you have any special plans? Do you guys have any different formats you want to try? Um, do you guys uh, plan on introducing new topics, this and that? What is the vision? I know this is kind of like an overarching, pretty general question, but what is the vision uh, behind uh, faith recalibration going into the future? Yeah, I I love that I love that you asked this question because I think one of the things that we are doing in the faith recalibration podcast ministry, but um, we do in many of the ministries here at this church, and I think anybody listening and trying to build up ministries is the idea of creating a mission and writing that mission down and sticking to it and then measuring it as a metric as as the year progresses um so um one of the one of the things we have a meeting actually this upcoming weekend just to go over with everybody on the team our goals and missions and vision for uh for this year so yeah we're continuing with some of the the topics similar topics that we've had this past year um one of the things we're trying to apply with the topics again is just being really practical so we've been listening to a lot of the suggestions from our listeners um, and a lot of the suggestions have been topics that seem to be a little controversial in the romanian church Um, and so we're trying to introduce some of those things uh, potentially in in our upcoming episodes yeah so technically we are going to pursue farther by doing this combination between uh, interview yeah. episodes and topic-driven uh, episodes that will be uh, a discussion between me and Daniel. But at the same time, having those interview episodes because we found out the fact that it's, uh, it's helpful for people to hear the experience of people, their stories, as being involved in ministry so what we offered until the point when we have only conversation on topic we were given a lot of information absolutely information and some applications but we tried to feel also the need for our listeners to hear stories from people real stories uh, that people experience through their ministry and their journey with god so we're going to pursue like i said a combination between topic driven episodes and also interview episodes yeah that's awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that we got to dive in to the scope behind your podcast, how it came to be, uh, how it's gotten here so far, what the, vi- what the vision for the future is. Um, now I kind of want to transition and we're going to make this part a little shorter than, you know, initially anticipated just because, you know, as I predicted, uh, we have a lot of fruitful content, you know, this far. Uh, but, you know, this is this is a year of new ministries, new abstract, unique ministries within our community. And uh, it looks like podcasting was one of the first to kind of take off with, uh, you know, with yours, mine, and then um, others, uh, you know, coming up. But um, what advice would you give to a young person out there who either has an interest to or interest or passion to start uh, a unique ministry such as podcasting? Or even if it is podcasting, uh, what advice would you give to that young person? I know you mentioned um, at the beginning of the episode when you were talking about, you know, doing it for the Lord. Uh, you know, worst case scenario, you learn from something, you know, not doing it for the clout, not doing it for the, for the reputation or for, you know, for popularity or whatnot, but um, just in a general sense, and you can pick whichever route you want to go with this, but what advice would you give to that young person who has that interest, who has that passion to serve? Yeah. 
I would say generally, not specifically uh, for podcasts, that it's important for our time, for the young generation to think of creative ways of doing the ministry because uh, we weren't out the same patterns of doing ministry, which became uh, irrelevant for the world in which we live. So we have to update our format of doing ministry and not becoming fossils in what we do for the Lord through yeah. our churches or individual uh, ministries. And I think podcast is a, one of the ways in which we can do. I think, and I would encourage people to try to be involved in the in the film industry in doing like uh, films that present the stories of the gospel because the visual way it's a much more comprehensible way of perceiving the word of the lord uh, yeah. dramas and so on and so forth i think there are so many uh, new creative ways in which we could be more relevant for people because you think of jesus the way he approached to transmit his word, he was actually at all times by using the language of parable, the parabolic yeah. discourse was to shock the people, to entertain the people in a spiritual way, attracting their attention and challenging them to think through what he was saying. So I think we should do the same. And in respect with podcast, I would say the idea with podcast or with the creative ministry is not just to, to come with something cool to be cool, doing something cool, become yourself cool. But the idea is to, to notice, to, to observe a need that there is in our medium, in our Romanian Pentecostal medium as a church medium, and to try to, to offer a solution to fill the gap for that need. Yeah. So that would be my, 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 my principle that I will offer for people. Yeah, I think it also, um, as a leader, so Marcus, you know, you're, you're a leader within your church and, uh, anybody else that's maybe in a leadership role inside your church, maybe a youth leader, whatever it is. I think it's our jobs also to try to find youth and tap into the gift that God is giving them. So um, maybe find someone that like, I'll give you an example back in 2007 or whatever, uh, back when MySpace was big. I don't know if anybody remembers MySpace. Um, one of the big things that I used to do is like edit layouts and build HTML and somehow my pastor found out that I was good at that. And he's like, do you want to build a church website? I was like, okay. You know, and like, um, but seeing that need as a youth, uh, as a youth leader or in a leadership role and um, trying to find what everybody's role can be um, that is part of your youth group. Like maybe someone's good at making silly meme videos or whatever it is. Um, I'm not saying that God can't use that to actually expand his kingdom, Right making like a, a, a social media page that, that makes Christian-related content or whatever it is, I think that God can use that. And I love that, Lavinia, you, you brought up the idea of Jesus used parables. I wonder if Jesus, if he was in the world today, what he would use. And I think he would use uh, these different creative ministries, little videos or whatever it is, to portray an idea of God's love or God, whatever, whatever it is that Jesus is portraying. And I think that in that same sense, we're able to. Now, from the perspective of maybe you are the youth trying to start up a ministry, um, I think it's something that you need to do prayfully and, um, and ask God, you know, for success in that. I don't think it's a sin to ask for success in a ministry you're trying to do in order to expand his kingdom. As long as he sees that in your heart, you're not doing it because you want the fame or success. And you think of um, Abraham's servant when um, when he goes off to um, find 
to find uh, Rebecca, to find a wife for Isaac. And the first thing that he prays is he says, Lord, give me success today. Um, and God gave him success because it was something in alignment with expanding or doing his will. And I think that praying that way, uh, God, give me success in this ministry, I don't think is a sinful thing, not something that we should shy away from. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Also, I would say uh, to to add a little bit on, on what Daniel said. So when somebody thinks of starting a ministry like this or doing a podcast, I think it's very important for people to not to perceive it as a way to to be in competition with the others so there is a lot of room for other podcasts we yeah. would be happy for other people to feel another need of a podcast you marcus you 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 feel a gap for, for uh, from the domain of podcast romanian pentecostal podcast we feel another domain of it we need other people to approach from a different standpoint, from a different vantage point, from a different way to fill the gap and to to make it various and wider, does this fill right? Yeah. So one of the the important aspects of it, when you start a ministry like this, and there are already other people involved like you and us, it's important to not to think as a competition. Hey, what these people will think? They were they will look at us that. Uh, and will think that we try to compete with them. No, we are doing here co-working not competition co-working yeah. not competition in ministry is never about uh, competing with the others who's better who has more followers who has more listeners no it's about co-working you guys do your th that the best in your in your specific area we do or we try to do at least our best in our specific area and together we can do this co-work to complete each other to mm. help the ministry and the romanian church as a whole here in the u.s so I think we, sh we should keep always that in mind. It's not about competing with each other, who has more followers, listeners, so on and so forth, but co-working and uh, choosing a specific need that lacks right now on the on the market of Romanian Pentecostal churches. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the beauty of, um, you know, having, you know, Christian podcasts is that, uh, you know, there, there isn't a sense of competition. It's more like, we're, you know, at, at a faster pace, we are answering God, you know, Jesus's great commission to to spread the gospel to the ends of the earth, whether it whether the epicenter is in uh, Reading, Pennsylvania, or the epicenter oh. is in Orange County, California, it just continues to spread to, uh, you know, people within our community, and they spread it to people within, you know, or outside the community. And it's just, it's a yeah. great thing. And um, mm. uh, it's really encouraging. And, and that's why, you know, we're here collaborating, recording together, because, uh, you know, I'm I'm very encouraged by you guys. You guys are doing a you know a fantastic job, and um, I'm glad that uh, you know I can have you guys on here. Um, I I I've talked to like two different people who who said that they want to start podcasts too. So there are other people trying to do other ministries, uh, but two in particular who I've heard that uh, are interested in starting a podcast. So I thought that was great, and that, mm -hmm. that's so awesome that that um, you know we you know in a, in a in a dark year in 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 tumultuous times and in, in uncertain times. We as a community can step up our game and just yeah. continue to grow in uh, you know in different mediums in different ways. So um, you know I thought that was great, and I think the one thing that I would uh, add on to you guys uh, when it comes to thinking about starting a ministry like this, especially podcasting, um, you know when you do a ministry within your own church, typically you have a committee, you have a team, or you're answering to um, you know your your direct supervisor, typically a pastor, a youth pastor, etc. Um, but with podcasting, it's more like a, it's kind of like your own thing where uh, you have to be responsible for everything that goes on. 
And that's kind of, you know, how it started with me. I'm sure that's how it started with you guys. But, uh, you know, for anyone out there, if you're looking to start a ministry like this, the one thing I would say is make sure it's a passion in your heart. Make sure you have the passion for it because um, if you're going to start something, you got to continue it. You can't give up. You know, don't, you know, sleep on it. That's the best advice I can give. Wake up in the morning and if you still want to do it, you know, then pursue it. And uh, you guys mentioned it beautifully uh, earlier when you guys had first met where, you know, Lavinia came to your, I mean, he's like, hey, can I come over? I have something to talk to you. He brings you this whole portfolio of, of notes and how to how to start this. And you guys instantly like had this passion and you knew you wanted to do this. And, you know, I come from a similar background regarding the podcasting. So, you know, if you're out there and you want to start a ministry, may it be podcasting, documentaries, um, anything where you have to be, you know, have to hold at least the majority of the responsibility, make sure that it is something you're passionate about. Make sure, like Daniel said earlier, you, uh, you know, prayfully kind of bring it before God and make sure you, um, it's something that you really want to do because uh, you don't want to start something and give up. You want to continue. And um, honestly, from what I've seen in the past, and I'm sure you guys can, you know, agree to this, is that God has truly worked through our ministries. And, yeah. um, you know, where I am now is I never would have expected it. And, uh, you know, all glory to God alone. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm here, you know, running it by myself, it's it's God who's got the control over it. And he's the one who's just spreading it. And a lot of lives are being touched. And uh, it's an absolute blessing. And I'm sure you guys can, can relate to that as well. Yeah. One thing that I th- found really interesting is the fact that, like, within a few months uh, time span, uh, both you independently and us, we, we both decided to to do podcasts or start this creative ministry um and it's awesome to see that god works in parallel across different regions of the world and different regions and different communities while at the same time there is that network and community and connection of being remaining pentecostals but um it just goes to further show it's not like we're being influenced purely by man but we're yielding to the holy spirit um and so that's awesome that that really shows the it encourages me to see that it's it's from god it's not just uh, desires for humanly fame or whatever else yeah and here it probably should be said that if you want to or you are thinking of that of starting a new creative ministry you have to check very well in your heart what are your motivations for mm-hmm. doing that so you were talking marcus about the perseverance and being serious about doing this ministry if you started to persevere in it and i think the perseverance is very much related to what uh, it's hide behind this ministry, the motives that lie um, behind of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you have a sincere heart and you want to really do this for the Lord, you're gonna you're gonna make it. When you feel it that you have success or not, you're gonna stick with it because you want to do it for the Lord because you have the right motive. So you're gonna persevere in it. Yeah. If you're just driven by uh, human success or fame or gaining followers stuff if you're not gonna have success in the first three months where's your target of expectation you're just gonna abandon it yeah so a very big check on the motivation on what you want to do what you want to do absolutely okay and uh you know that's great and as, as we're wrapping up this episode uh, we're already on close to the one hour mark but uh it's been great it's been a fruitful conversation um I know I asked you guys this in a general sense before about uh, what, you know what the vision and the future for Faith Recalibration podcast is, but is there any like sneak peek, any like you know juicy piece of information regarding you guys' this podcast that's coming up? Anything to to really you know mark our calendars for? Is there any anything you guys can provide right now on uh, this episode? Ooh, well, the next episode is going to be taking place in DC. 
Um, oh, no way. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, we try to... U.S. Capitol. <laughs> we try to stay clear of uh, politics. There's plenty of podcasts that do that. Yeah. Um, I guess you'll just have to stay tuned and see. But uh, I, I would just say, Daniel, that for the next five episodes, because for us, each season has five episodes, and we, we just work on the on the topics. Yeah, we uh, just finished. We yeah, a couple of a uh, couple of the episodes are some episodes that the people asked us for a long time yeah. to approach them, and they are a little bit controversial. And uh, I think we are excited about it, and I think the people, because a lot of people ask specifically, especially about one specific episode, a lot of people they asked us to do that. <laughs> so we are going to do that. So stay tuned. We are going to approach some new, interesting, controversial topics yeah. that you guys ask as listeners. So we want to to show that we care about your opinions and your suggestions, and we will listen to them. We might get shut down or banned off yeah. of. Uh, Apple, but yeah, it's the okay. risk we're willing That's to pay. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, you guys will be the, the you know the second and third people banned from those platforms after um, our great president Donald Trump. <laughs> So, <laughs> but that's great. So a couple episodes, you guys lined up five episodes, controversial topics that are fan favorites that are recommended by the listeners and uh, one in particular, quite controversial. So you guys will have to stay tuned. You guys will have to follow uh, Faith Recalibration to see when that comes up. And as we're leading uh, you know, into this, thank you guys so much for being on here. It's been an absolute blessing. Uh, I really appreciate uh, you know all that you guys are doing and the fact that you made time. I know it's like, 10 30 p.m you know your time on a weeknight so i appreciate you guys you know staying overtime for that but um to listen to those five new controversial episodes you know one in particular where can people find you on the internet yeah so uh if you search faith recalibration on youtube spotify or i guess it's called apple podcasts uh you'll find uh you'll find all of our episodes there we also have a website faithrecalibration.com and uh, you can find us on Instagram as well. So our Instagram name is Faith Recalibration, no spaces. And they are Tori and Alina are always on, so they are waiting yes. for you guys. If you if you want to text her and uh, communicate, they are always on. Yeah. And just one last comment for you, Marcus. Uh, you know, we've definitely um, we've definitely been encouraged by your episodes as well, and so you know we're um, we're glad to work alongside and be co-workers in this ministry. So great job to you, and praise God for. Uh, building up uh, uh, fellow podcasters that we can uh, we can expand the kingdom together. So we encourage anybody else as well. That's yeah, and I really appreciate uh, Marcus your your initiative that shows that um, notion that I I mentioned about co-working. So thank you so much for having us over and for this yeah. collaboration. And we we pray to God that He will help us to to spread the the good news through this uh, means, digital means. And one last thing, we invite you to come to Reading, Pennsylvania, where you can experience how lovely the city is and and join us here in the studio one time. We do not accept uh, the digital format. No, 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 you got to come here in person. I will definitely be looking forward to that. Thank you guys so much. And I, I'll heavily consider it. I'll see what I when, when I can make a trip out. But thank you guys. Thank you, Lavinia. Thank you, Daniel, for, for the encouraging words. Uh, praise God for all that he's done in uh, both of our ministries. And thank you for agreeing to be on here. Uh, it's, it's been a true blessing. Uh, but as we wrap up this episode, uh, for your listeners out there, like I said earlier, you can follow us on our Instagram account for any and all updates going forward uh, at the Potter's House. 
uh, email thepottershouse at gmail.com. Yet again, if you listen, regarding regardless of what whatever platform you listen to, uh, please go to that purple icon, uh, that podcast app, Apple Podcast. Scroll down, tap the stars. It really helps with the exposure of the show. Uh, leave a review. I will read those out live on the show as well. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. It's going to be a great uh, season two here at the Potter's House. Tune in to uh, updates regarding faith recalibration. And thank you guys. God bless. And uh, we will see you next time. <laughs>